Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Michael Russin. Thank you for joining me, and welcome back. Happy Monday. I'm excited to spend some time with you guys today, as always. Hopefully, you guys have been enjoying the uh, episodes recently. If you can, at some point today, if any of these recent or any episode, uh, I know a lot of you have been going back, and because I'm looking at the metrics, or going back and listening to older episodes. If any of this has made an impact on you, um, all I ask is that you share it with somebody. That's all. You know, maybe it was the episode on family and fatherhood and what it means to put the right relationships in the right order in your life. Maybe it's uh, there's a giant, giant dump truck behind me with some rocks. That's a lot of rock. Um, I love how the the, guy, the construction guys always pay me respect because of my truck. If I was in my wife's car, they wouldn't even look at me. <laughs> I've just pretended up. I'm just a fake blue collar guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, these episodes of oh, I see what they're doing. They're cut good. They're getting rid of all these trees that hang over the power lines and take our power out for days on end. If this has ever made an impact on you, I just ask that you share an episode with somebody. Just say, hey, give a listen to this new part. You know, kind of ease them in, though. Please don't, you know, don't start your left-leaning grandma off with an episode where I'm telling people that we should deport migrants and <laughs> take up arms. <laughs> Calling people the F-slur. You know what I mean? Kinda, you got to ease them in. Ease them in. It's like the frog in the hot water. You know what I mean? Doesn't realize it's boiling until it's in there. People don't realize how much they agree with me until it's too late. And then I've radicalized them. Right? Isn't that the point? We're radicalizing. Anybody that doesn't agree with the liberal worldview is radicalizing. Imagine it being a radical idea that it should be a mother, a father, and a child. And the child should grow up honoring and respecting their mother and father and shouldn't lop their genitals off and throw them in the ocean and try to pretend to be something they're not. That's the radical ideology now. (laughs) Uh, Dude, someday I'm going to do an episode on why things are the way that they are. Um, We're not quite ready for that yet, but at some point in my life I'm going to have to finally make the decision to speak on that. There's a reason why this is all being pushed. There's a reason. There's a, there's a group of people people that are largely responsible for all of the stuff that's happening in this world right now. Um, and just the deeper you dig, it, you don't even have to dig very deep. Okay, but when you get a little bit deeper than just surface, because just being certain, just recognizing and noticing things on the surface level will waken you up. But once you start to dig deeper, man, oh man. Um, There's a lot of people right now that say that we are um, possibly, I think personally, we can, we might be on the edge, on the cusp of dictate, like a dictator in this country. Um, our conditions in this country are very similar to Weimar Germany, and I'm not talking a Holocaust or anything like that, but um, I, I would hope not. Hopefully nothing like that happens, but um, our, I don't believe in genocide, obviously, but I also don't believe that certain races should be forced to mix with each other <laughs> at all. Forced to mix. 
If it happens naturally, great. But I don't think people should be forced. But anyways, um, a lot of the conditions that we're experiencing in this country are what set up the conditions for a dictator in Germany and a nationalist one. Um, and I, I, I think that's part of the reason why they're importing so many immigrants now is that they probably know like it wouldn't take much if we just if somebody came along a little bit more polished than Donald Trump probably more significantly this person would actually in their core beliefs be more extreme far more extreme but more polished if somebody like him came around um, I don't think it would take much to push many people over the edge. Uh, and now here's the thing. I don't necessarily disagree with the fact that we might need a dictator in this country. Um, I don't think that people know what's good for them. Uh, people are very easily manipulated. People are very wishy-washy and people ultimately are very stupid. Um, and it's, uh, I just don't think people should be in charge of major decisions <laughs> at all. I think most people just need to, most, this is what most people need. Most people need a stable job through which they can support their families, safe neighborhoods, so that they don't have to worry about being stabbed or shot or their kids or their wives. They need to have a certain degree of comfort. Not luxury necessarily, but comfort. And most people, that's all they need. And most people would give up a certain degree of their liberty liberties uh, for that. We saw some of this happen in, in COVID. You know what I mean? But I think even people on the right side of the aisle, as opposed to the left and COVID, I think even people on the right side of the aisle knew, if they knew they could have safer neighborhoods, a stable job, inflation would get under control, that they could support their families even on a one-income one household, <clears throat> many of them would say, yeah, I don't need to vote. That's not important. As long as those things are taken care of. And I think that there's going to come somebody, somebody's going to come along, and they're going to promise these things. And I think that they're going to grip and grab more and more power. And this isn't something that happens overnight. Um, but I could absolutely see something like this happening. And uh, we're kind of at that point right now where I think we're either going to get some... And it could go either way. But I, I firmly believe, like either way as in right or left... I firmly believe, because left lean, there's there's no left leaning dictators don't exist. You know what I mean? You don't have. That's not a thing. You need so many people to hold together the leftist ideology because it's so contradictory. It's so there's no basis. There's no, it's, it doesn't hold its basis in anything real or any type of moral uh, principles or. There's just, it's not based in anything. So it's like, it's like trying to hold water in your hands. You know what I mean? It's just, it's always leaking out. But right wing, 
fascism, dictatorship, whatever you want to call it, it's very easy to hold together. You unify people behind nationalism and shared values and principles. And uh, so I think that the pendulum is going to swing back hard. And I think even many of these far left-leaning people are going to find when it does that their lives are in danger that their lives are in danger when this thing swings back there's you could see it day after day people starting to become more angry and radicalized as the world begins to fall apart people are starting to even in the middle of the aisle uh, pick their sides and I've had a lot of people that have reached out to me and said listen I I agree with everything you say even the most extreme points of it people that I never would have thought you know I see people that watch my stories and I'm like why is this person still following me and then two months later they're telling me they agree with me I'm like I did not see that coming I did not see that coming um I think people are tired, man. Um, people are tired with the way things are right now. I think, especially white people, um, I, especially white men, young white men, more than anything, obviously, listen to and identify with my message. But you'd be surprised the amount of women that do too. Many, many women. In fact, I think we have more. Well, it switched the last two months. Up until two months ago, I had more female listeners than I had males, and it just went over like 52.48 to male. <sighs> Assuming everybody's clocking in with the correct gender, right? But I think a lot of these young white men, and you see this uh, far right nationalism and Christianity is on the rise in this new generation from 18 to 22. It's on the rise. And many of these young men, you know, I think are very tired of having women tell them what to do, of having women tell them that there's something wrong with them. Um, Boys have been abused. I will go as far to use the A word. Boys have been abused in this country just starting with my generation. So my generation, I think, and I've said this before, was the last one to slip through the public uh, education system's cracks somewhat, but not totally unscathed. Because when we went to college, that's when we really got it big time. They started with the colleges and it trickled down from there. But in high school, there wasn't a whole lot of woke bullshit. Um, 90% of history class was slavery and the Holocaust. We focused very little on other things. It's just, and there's a reason why those two things were focused on that we won't get into today. Uh, but, you know, that we, we had that. Get there, We had one gay kid in the whole high school. You know what I mean? I think it was just one that was openly gay. And he was ridiculed for it. He was ridiculed for it. Um you started seeing little things sprouting to the surface like oh you know were the founding fathers really good guys or were they you know that's when the you know okay maybe Christopher Columbus was evil maybe he was maybe he wasn't I don't know he's probably a pretty bad dude I know he did some pretty awful stuff but that's not the point they started to have these conversations now about the founding fathers being no good and it just barely starting now you look at high school, it's like 30% is gay, LGBT, trans. 
Yeah, it's just you got all these BLM flags in classes, pride flags in classes. And, uh, you know, uh, back to what I was saying before about young boys being abused. Boys do not belong in a chair for eight hours a day listening to women. That's not... <laughs> that's not right. That's not okay. Just Everything around us is trying to feminize us from the chemicals in our food to the chemicals in our water. Uh, you know, the average testosterone of a man now, I bet you, is sub-300. Average. I bet you is sub-300 nanograms per deciliter. It should be six to 700. should be double. But I bet you it's sub-300 now. So not only is the food and the chemicals and all the tap water feminizing us, and you can see this, penis size is going down, testicle size is going down, the shape, the physiognomy of, uh, of men's bodies now, uh, physiognomy, you know, I can't say that word, but you know what I'm talking about, um, um, of men's bodies now, they're more feminine. You look at a group of high schoolers now, I see this a lot when I'm driving to the gym in the mornings. If I get out at the right time, I think a little bit later than, oh, a little bit earlier than, no, a little bit later than, no, a little bit earlier than right now. Um, and I see the kids lined up for buses, which is just horrible in and of itself. But I see these young boys and they just look like women. They look like little girls. And there's just a constant and incessant attack. So little boys, why do I think little boys are abused? Number one, little boys aren't meant to sit in a chair and listen to a woman preach to them. Okay? Number two, what happens in school to little boys? They're, they're told that they're rambunctious. They want to fight. They're told, no, you can't play. No roughhousing. Little boys trying to be little boys have been beaten down for decades now by the, by the overly matriarchal public education system. And what happens when a little boy doesn't settle down? What happens when a little boy doesn't listen? He's medicated. He's put on prescription meth. Shame on the doctors. Shame on the teachers. But especially shame on the parents. Shame on you putting these poor little boys on Ritalin and Focalin and Adderall. You ever done Adderall before? Blows my mind that little boys are prescribed to take that daily. Daily. I used to take Adderall in college and finals week. <clears throat> and when I sold life insurance, I would take it because it would keep you... Yeah, you'd be highly focused, man. <clears throat> but the anxiety... <clears throat> You're peeing constantly because it's wreaking havoc on your kidneys. The jitters, the the come down, the it's like coming down from cocaine. Uh, the the you don't eat. You're yeah. I would take I would take Adderall two three days in a row, and then I would be messed up for another two to three days after that while my body was adjusting to being off prescription meth. This is the kind of shit that they're putting down these little boys' throats. It's despicable. Constant feminine influence. Constant just stream of medications. Constantly being told that, no, stop, don't do this, don't do that, that's not how we behave, sit still, be quiet, blah, 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 blah. So these little boys come out, little shaky, nervous, 
tweaking freaks in their teen years because their entire lives, up until their teens, they've been told that they're wrong for being the way that they are. Reject this bullshit. Get your kids out of school. It's where it all starts. I would never put my son in a public school. And if you do, you're a father, I would take a really long, hard look at yourself in the mirror. Well, because everybody else does it. It's just normal. It's, I would never send my kid to one of those schools, ever. I would hesitate, even if it was like it was when I grew up. I certainly wouldn't do it now. Certainly would not do it now. My heart breaks for these young men. My heart breaks for these young men. They're so unsure of themselves. They go to school. They, well, they go to college afterwards, and they're just they're under, they're they're so unsure of themselves. They don't have a, a sense of purpose or direction over their lives. They feel disjointed and out of place. Why do you think so many young boys shoot up schools, man? Why do you think so? Let think about that for a second with me. Why do these young boys target schools? Why are they always shooting up their classmates and their teachers? These are things that we need to talk about. It's not a gun issue. You think it's a gun issue, you're a retard. You, you should be lobotomized and put to the front of an Amazon warehouse to just stand there and pack things for the rest of your life if you think it's a gun problem. There's no hope for you. You're a retard. You're an idiot. I can't stand it. Seriously. I'm going to start just dropping gloves in front of people that say it's a gun issue and fight them right there on the spot. See how long that lasts for. Anyways, we need to start because the problem is, is when you just relegate it to a gun issue, it doesn't solve anything. Why do these kids always shoot up schools? Why? What's happening in these places? Think about this. What's happening in these places that make these kids so damn mad? that they're willing to take the lives of their peers and their teachers. What is happening? Well, I just described it to you. I just described it to you. These boys are being abused. Think about the amount of emotional trauma and abuse you have to go through to want to grab a gun and start killing everybody. Imagine that. So, oh, it's just, they're crazy. Well, yeah, they're obviously out of their minds, but why? Why is this happening? And why does it happen so frequently? Because these kids are pissed. They're mad. They're abused in these places. It's heartbreaking. Breaks my heart. You know, there's no real, real role models left for boys anymore because now they're told that they're replacing the strong male role models even in, in, in TV shows and cartoons and all this stuff. They're replacing them with black women. And just it's just a despicable, you know, now Superman's a black guy. You know what I mean? Now it's like as a white kid, what are you, who are you supposed to look towards for inspiration? When everybody, your entire history, all your cartoons and 
historical figures are being turned into black dudes and black women and gay, transsexual, fucking gross, dysgenic hobgoblins. Who are you supposed to look to? These, these, this is especially for the guys listening to me. This is why you need to be the best man that you could possibly be. Because these little boys should start looking around, looking around for strength and inspiration. And when their eyes land on you, what do they see? What do they see when they when their eyes land on you, especially your sons and daughters? Yesterday, when we were coming back from church, um, we had Ada, and she was you now she was in her seat and everything. But you know, I was driving with other. She was able to look at me while I was driving. And I kept looking back at her and catching her staring at me. And the only way it was like she had a crush on me, which I think is normal for most little girls with their dads. I, no, not a crush. It's not a sexual thing, obviously. It's just, it's cute. There was just, I was watching her look at me. I was watching her look at me and just, she had this just big doe-eyed look in her face and she just, like doe eyes, like deer, you know, deer, does. Um, I'd look in her face and you know my wife saw it too and I'm just I'm, I'm looking at her looking at me and I'm like I hope you still think of me that way <laughs> I hope that you still think of me that way when you're old enough to start to form your own opinions of people I hope you still look at me that way I hope you look at that. I hope you look at me that like that forever into your thirties and forties until I die. I hope you always look at your dad with that look on your face of just love and admiration, deep, profound love and admiration. How do your kids look at you? How will your kids look at you someday? How do the children in your sphere of influence, maybe they're not your children, but like the children in your sphere of influence, friends, children, family members, nieces, nephews, how do they look at you? How do they view you as a man? Would they say something like, oh, here's my fat Uncle Rick? Ouch. Would they say something like that? Would they not even pay attention to you? A man should walk in the room and command attention with his presence. I'm not trying to be egotistical, but when I walk into a room, I am noticed immediately. And there's something about my demeanor that commands respect from people right away. Right away. And what is it? Am I special? Is it some God-given talent that I have that you don't have? No. It's I have a strong body. A very physically apparent right away, so you can tell. Strong body. Which is not something that you see a lot of now. And I have real confidence. Why do I have real confidence? I have real confidence because I know every single day I get up. And I keep the promises to myself and I do what needs to be done, when it needs to be done, how it needs to be done, regardless of how I feel. That's where real, true 
confidence comes from, but most of you don't have it because you constantly break promises to yourself. How can you be confident in yourself if you're always lying to yourself? How? Damn it. These kids need somebody to look up to, man. When I see a little boy staring at me in the grocery store, when I see him looking, kind of peeking up over his mom's shoulder, you know what I mean, when we're in line, it happened yesterday. You know, and I give him a little smile and a head nod, and he gives a little bashful smile and hides his... I want kids to look at me and be like, hey, that dude looks cool. You know why? Because then I can, if I have any sort of relationship, I can help to influence that little boy and let him know that it's not wrong to be the way that he is. And to don't let these fucking women in your life get in your ear and tell you that there's something wrong with you. You should be rambunctious. You should be a little bit violent. You should want to fight and claw and win. You should be competitive. You should have a chip on your shoulder. If I have any influence over the boys in my life, God, I pray God gives me one of my own someday. And try. I'm so thrilled I have two daughters, by the way. Please don't take this as... I love being a girl dad. I love it more than I thought I would ever love it, to be honest with you. I, I'm so thankful that God gave me two girls first so thankful and I think he did it for a very I think he did it for a reason that I've talked about is to soften me a little bit so I'm not too hard on my boys but any boy that comes into my life that I have influence over I'm going to make sure he knows it's okay to be the way that he is now that doesn't mean bad behavior that doesn't mean that you you know Sunday morning you're swinging through the ra- or from the rafters and smacking people on the ass that's not what I'm saying What I am saying, and you know what I'm saying, what I am saying is that there's nothing wrong with being a boy. But if you're a big slob, or you're lacking confidence and look physically you look weak, why would these boys listen to you? It's the first thing, the first line of your resume is your physique. You should exude confidence as a man. I uh, I won't say what group it is or anything like that, but I, I, I just, uh, I'm in a, let's just call it a mentoring group, and some of the guys in this group, younger men, and I feel bad for them, uh, but I'm going to say something pretty harsh here. Some of the younger men in this group have expressed that, you know, um, they're just dealing with a lot of self-doubt, they're ashamed of themselves, they don't know how to talk to women, and I and, and I want to tell you, and I want to be completely honest with you, that my first initial gut reaction is visceral disgust. It's visceral disgust. But then love and charity takes over in my heart. And I say, what can I do to help this guy? I think the disgust comes from, I, I don't mind when men come to me and share things with me on a one-on-one level. Like, hey, this is where I'm struggling with. I don't have disgust over that. That takes strength. What I have discussed over are men that lament about it constantly. They lament about their woman problems constantly. They lament over their lack of confidence constantly. It's like, what are you doing? What are you doing to fix it? As a young man, you should have all the confidence in the world. If you're, if you're between 18 and 30, 40 years old, 
You should be, especially 18 to 28, man, you should have the confidence of a bull moose in mating season. You should just be brimming. You should be arrogant. Now, God opposes the proud, gives grace to the humble, okay? So maybe arrogance not the best. But you know what I'm saying. Why aren't you? Because you've been lied to your whole life. It's not your fault, but it is your fault now if you let it continue, because I'm giving you the answers. And no, confidence isn't just being jacked, although that helps a lot. Confidence comes from having a strong internal belief system. Strong internal belief system. Confidence comes from a strong relationship with the Lord God, our Father. Being a, a solid, well-rounded, grounded Christian man. Confidence comes from being a father and a husband. And knowing that you're the leader of your household and you're doing as, as good as you possibly can. Confidence comes from voluntarily suffering and putting yourself through hardship. Like combat sports ice baths, endurance sports, things that challenge you deeply. Confidence comes from being well-read. Not only a man capable of great violence, but a man capable of depth and intelligence. You have no excuse. No excuse to not be confident. It's something that you go out and you create on your own. It's something that you work towards over time. And it's something that grows or dies daily. Let me say this again. Your confidence grows or dies daily. Which direction it goes in is entirely up to you, young man. I love you guys. I hope you have a good day. And we'll talk soon. Bye-bye.